Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to the Game Boys podcast. My name is Lux. I am your host. And with me, as always, I didn't think of anything, but I'm sure it's going to be funny when he puts out a seven track album later this month. It's Griffin Davis. I feel like we're rusty because we haven't done one of these normal ones in a while. It's been a few weeks. Like we've been off our schedule. Like we just did the live show. Shout out to the live show. Yeah, shout out Mason Shitluck, Eric Duming. Thank you so much for being on the show. Definitely check out that episode. That was a fun one. Didn't see didn't see our guest tonight there. um, But my heart is healing. I'm moving past it. Yeah, I'm going to take as many shots at him as I can before I introduce him so he can't speak. <laughs> it's not like he's bound and gagged, Griffin. The only thing stopping him is politeness, decorum, and respect, which I feel like you're probably going to start pushing that line eventually if you keep being a rude boy. Boy, let me get it up. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's welcome to the podcast a uh, funny man, talented film guy, um, and uh, lover of movies, Wilson. Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Wilson. <laughs> this is why you do the introductions. Yeah, that's why I do them usually. Um, but yeah, it's Wilson Smith. He's a producer of things. He's a movies man. He's a smart, smart boy. And he's here with us today. Wilson, how's it going? It's going great. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, well, we are stoked to have you. Um, before we get into this game that you brought, and I'll just tease this out now. This one's a real... It's a real one this week, you guys. Um, it's, a, it's a great pick. It's a great, it's a great pick, but it's a doozy of a pick, and there's no doubt about that. Um, but before that, um, let's get some some background, Wilson. So, like you, I know you from living in Austin and working in movies, but like, how did you end up here, where we all li- live or lived in Griffin's case? Uh, yeah, so I, I moved here like right after college. Uh, it's a while back now, but uh, I worked for the Austin Film Society, and then uh, I went from there to uh, working uh, in film uh, through basically working on a couple of Terrence Malick movies. And then uh, I was a PA for a few years after that. And then my friend uh, Trey Schultz, who uh, I met on the Malick films, uh, was getting together a movie, uh, a feature film that he was making and uh, asked me to be a producer on it. And uh, so uh, the movie that we made, Cresha, uh, played at South by Southwest, uh, won some awards there, uh, played at the Cannes Film Festival, and it won the... uh, Ever heard of it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and it got it was picked up by uh, A twenty four Films. Uh, you might <laughs> you, you might have heard of them, the makers of the Vivitch. The Vivitch, yes. Uh, and then uh, yeah, and so we won the Independent Spirit Award for uh, the John Cassavetes Prize for Best uh, Feature Under Five Hundred Thousand uh, Dollars. And yeah, and then I was also an associate producer on Trey's uh, sophomore effort, as they say. Uh, it comes at night, which was a sort of suspense horror movie. I'm, I'm going to say it. I think it was a horror movie. Uh, and and that, uh, that one was that one was fun to watch in theaters because uh, I had people in the audience be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah. yeah like a, some people so into it. Some people so confused. Yeah. It, was, it was really it was really fun to be in the theater for that. one. It was very divisive. But you know what? That's uh, it's OK. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky saved us from having like the worst cinema score of the year because mother came in with that like F baby. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, mother. What a movie. I like I really like that movie. Yeah. Well, 
Um, so are you, in, you are you are you in Team Alex still, buds? Do you guys text? <laughs> no, uh, I don't text with uh, with with Terry. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I mean I'm I'm a huge fan still. I remain to this day. I'm a big uh, I'm a big champion. Uh, I guess defender of apologist for those movies uh, of his <laughs> that I worked on as a PA because they got shall we say a mixed reception uh, when they were finally released uh, unleashed upon the world. Uh, Night of Cups <laughs> and Song to Song. Yes. Uh, were the ones yes. that uh, I'm Which in Night of the, Cups. You're in those. Uh, I'm in Night of <laughs> Cups, but you'll Night have Cups, to right? you have to see where right, you'll you'll have to guess for yourselves. <laughs> Not gonna tell you. Um, yeah, when I think of you, I do think of you with the term apologist, but in a fond, like positive way. Sure. Uh, yeah. Because uh, because you uh, like me like uh, are both huge Nicolas Cage fans. Um, oh, well, that's, and a, I think, that's a troika, and that's not an apologist thing. Nicolas Cage is amazing. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people, if you talk to him, like, oh, he's bad, you know, Yeah, because uh, they, they don't consider the breadth of his work. And I know it's it's like a pretty now, like, hip thing to think Nick Cage is cool again, but I still think a lot of people think he's a bad actor. Yeah, I, I definitely sense that. Um, you know, also, I forgot to mention, I, I work at Vulcan Video, which is a great independent video store here in Austin. Check it yeah, out. If you live here, go there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, talking to people, you know, I, I try to sort of, you know, take the pulse sometimes of the the average uh, movie watcher who goes to an independent <laughs> video store in Austin. Um, and the, yeah, I, you definitely, when I say like Nicolas Cage is, you know, probably my favorite actor, they, a lot of them are kind of, you know, give me blank stares or like, oh yeah, I guess he's funny. It's like, no, that's not, that's not what I mean. And uh, I right, do feel right, like right. it's coming back around <laughs> finally. And like, you know, there's been mm-hmm. a couple of projects recently that have like really like actually utilized him uh, the way that he needs, uh, you know, you know, I, I believe he should be utilized. You know, I hear Mandy is great, which that played at con and Sundance. It's like some crazy, like acid trip, like revenge movie. Hmm. Um, and then he was in this great horror movie called mom and dad yeah, earlier this year. Great. I saw that at fantastic. Oh, he's, he's spectacular in that movie. Yeah. He's really, really good. I mean, I just feel like Nicholas Cage is an actor, like just makes 50 to a hundred more choices than any other actor. Most <laughs> of the time. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what, like that's what makes it fun and what makes him so good. And sometimes he's acting against people who are just making like one very simple choice. Mm-hmm. And so he comes off as a total crazy, but it's like, no, he's doing the movie. It's this other person who's just kind of like half, like mailing it in a little bit. Yeah. I, I did a thing where I watched every Nicolas Cage movie, uh, a couple of years back. Like I went methodically and watched every <laughs> single one of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a thing. I, I had some time on my hands. Um, and that was the year Krisha came out. I was actually not, did not have a ton of time on my hands, but I, uh, <laughs> Wait, why time. is Wilson not on set right now? <laughs> I found I found the time uh, to watch all these movies, and you get you definitely get to a point uh, in his in his. It's been in like the last five six years where it's like you get into his direct to video range, where there's just like a handful of those movies that I I I can't find anything positive to say about. Uh, but I mean, more often than not, like otherwise, like on balance, you know, he usually brings you know even if the movie's bad, like he br- is bringing something that you're like, okay, I'm interested in watching this one element yeah well it's like it goes back like yeah i think it it goes with the same where like he's thinking about that movie in like a much more in a much bigger way than people he's sharing the set with a lot of the time exactly and so then that almost implies that there's more movie there than there sometimes actually is in some of his movies and so for me like sometimes even his like most outlandish performances kind of like elevate the material even if it's just by like assuming that there's material worth (laughs) elevating that like other actors aren't really trying to mess around with um, but yeah, so Nicholas Cage, less controversial opinion. One thing that you and I are actually just talking about, um, is 
You have a lot of takes on Michael Bay. Is that something that you want to talk about in the show? Or are you saving those for some kind of special? Uh, no, I'm not saving them for anything. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you're saving them for a specific podcast? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, he's great. Uh, he's he's a, a great filmmaker. He's an auteur. Um, he, uh, you know, that's kind of value neutral, that term, I think. You know, yeah. it's just kind of a, a more of a description than anything else. Well, what is it that makes him a great filmmaker to you? Well, uh, you know. No I, one can do what he does. No one can do what he all. does. He has, I mean, as much as anyone like a Wes Anderson or um, you know a Scorsese like mm-hmm. if you just like if, if you just like look at any one shot of any of his movies it's dripping uh, with him yeah and it's it's yeah. so you couldn't mistake it for anything else and exactly. he, he's yeah. so you know and, and I do think that there's something uniquely like it, it, I don't think he's super aware of this necessarily, but he, I, you know, there's something about what he's selling and every, you know, image in every one of his movies is like a commercial for itself. It's just like the, like, this is the most important, like awesome, like spectacular thing you've ever seen. Sexiest it thing like you've ever America. seen. America. Exactly. It feels like just pure red blooded America, America, like in, in the modern era. There's something like, about the excess and the sentimentality and the worship yeah. of like consumerism. And like, there, there's something that like, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that I watch those movies, like, you know, with my monocle up, like, Oh, like, you know, I'm searching. <laughs> like when I'm watching them, I'm there. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm fully engaged on like the Bayhem level. Um, but it's just funny. Like maybe, maybe this is just an after the fact justification, but I'm just like, oh, well, like thinking about it, I think there's something like unique. Like if you wanted to, you know, if 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 I wanted another someone from another country to like, you know, maybe they'd never heard of this country somehow. If they were like, well, like, could you give me an example? I'd be like, here, watch Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Sure. Uh, pay attention to that which last 45 number minutes. Is that? That's the second one. Yeah. The, the one, second one? The one where oh, the yeah. writer's strike happened right as they were sh- going. And so basically the, the pyramid script, sequence at the end. The script was like locked in and it was terrible. Uh, not that it was, mm-hmm. it would have gotten that much better, but apparently they just like, it was, that's the most like purely Bay one because he just like didn't have anyone else to like shape, sculpt his vision. It was just this, this huge piece of granite unsculpted. It's just like, oh, it's, it's, it's wild. But what I like about why you like these movies is I think that like you can like Michael Bay movies, but then also like something that's like a thinker, like some of the movies that Trey makes um, <laughs> and like that you can, have the ability to like, have different parts of your brain tickled, I think. And that some people I think are so shut off to that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, there is, uh, like I tell people all the time that transformers three is one of my like favorite, like action movies. Uh, and people are just like, no, you, you're just wrong. And just like right <laughs> off completely. But I think it's just like the most, every shing- like we described, every shot is so Michael Bay to 11. Uh, and just like, I, I, no one could do it like that except him. It's like, it's just very singular. He's the only director or like filmmaker in any capacity, really, that I've ever watched their movies and had the thought like, this dude wants to fuck a building. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then also had the subsequent thought, this dude wants to fuck the rock almost as much as he wants to fuck a building. Well, he wanted to, he wanted to fuck the rock Alcatraz and then he wanted to fuck the The rock rock. Dwayne Johnson. Exactly. Exactly. So, but it's like, it is, he has this, he does have like a very specific, very weird visual language. He does make buildings sexy. How does he make buildings buildings look so fuckable? Robots and the rock and nothing else. Shiny metal. I guess you call the rock shiny metal. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, the, yeah. There's something you said. You said dripping earlier yeah. <laughs> to yes. describe how all his all, yeah. how they're suffused with bayness, and that's a good way to put it because it is like the weirdly sexual like sexualization of these of these objects, like, <laughs> and then people as objects, and it'll all be in my book. Yeah, no, <laughs> there is like that is like a weird thing actually, like taking people as objects because like. Sorry, this turned to the Bay cast, but like this is like such a fun thing to talk about. Um, this is what Bay does; he takes over. Yeah, but there, there is, is something like kind of, kind of funny to how like there's like actually no real anthropology to his movies. Like, there's not like a question of like, oh, we're in a place at a time, and there are people here. There are just like people who get from robot to robot, or gunfight to gunfight, or building to building. And it's the things around them that he cares about so much more than the people in the things, or at least a lot of the time. I mean, not, I, not in Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain is a big exception to that. I, I will just say, uh, and the reason that I would pick Transformers 2 to show, uh, you know, to this hypothetical, you know, person who never heard of us, the in the last 45 minutes of that movie, he literally, there is no... Conti- there's like no continuity uh, or like he's, he's just like destroying it like either through malevolence or like some people would say incompetence but I think it's more just skillful malevolence sure. uh, but kinda, he's just, the movie kind of folds in on itself it, it does and like things happen <laughs> and you don't know why and it's so loud and the camera um, is swooping we can, around uh, we could talk about this for yeah. the whole podcast but uh, uh, we so, have to move on to a different kind of bad right oh sure I mean actual bad yeah well that's a good as good a transition as any griff dog i think it's your time to shine you're right okay superman the new superman adventures commonly referred to as superman 64 is an adventure video game developed and published by titus interactive for the nintendo 64 in 1999 in the game superman must rescue his friends from lex luther who has trapped them in a virtual version of metropolis it is infamous for its poor controls graphics technical bugs glitches repetitive gameplay and difficulty the game's release was delayed six months due to a lengthy approval process with dc and less than 10 percent of the original design was implemented in the final product. Superman was heavily panned by critics, holding an overall negative score of 23% at game rankings, and is often cited as one of the worst video games ever made. One review stated, Superman is executed so poorly that it actually serves to butcher the reputation of the prominent action hero. GameSpot declared that this is easily the worst game I've ever played. It serves no purpose other than to firmly establish the bottom of the barrel. This week on Game Boys, we scraped the bottom of that barrel with Superman 64. 23 sounds insanely high. Just right. like, I want to get that out right away. Uh, you were yeah, going to say yeah. like one. Forgiving at best. Like what is, like where, if you're giving it a hundred points for just things in it, I don't, I don't mean to skip ahead because I'm talking about the game at all, but if you're giving a hundred points for things in it, I can't think of 23 things that seem okay. No, absolutely not. Uh, there's nothing. There, it's, 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 it's barely finished. It's, it's, it's barely a game. <laughs> That's what it means when it's 23% finished. Like, t- Before we talk about the game, I just want to say that you you picking this game, Wilson, I was talking to you about this earlier. You, your choice was like, oh, I feel like he understands what this podcast is. <laughs> like, I felt, I felt seen as a podcaster <laughs> with the choice you picked. Which is weird because no one sees you as a zero podcaster. Well, sure, it's, it's yeah. my own self-interest because this is, it's, this is more just like, as soon as like I knew that you had a podcast, I was like, well, I had like, just a way for me to publicly exercise this demon, like get this monkey <laughs> off my back. Uh, that is Superman 64. You know, you said you, when you were re- reading that copy earlier and you mentioned Titus, uh, oof. 
my blood. I remember that la- that that damn smiling fox or whatever <laughs> whatever the logo the was. Logo. Like he, sure, every time sure. he'd pop in that cartridge, he would pop up and just uh, he was grinning at you. It was like Pennywise the clown. Uh, it was terrifying. Sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then, well, okay. So you talk, you've already given this game to a monkey on your back and a demon presumably that lives inside of you. Oh, so like what's going on here, bud? Uh, so this game, uh, this game was, you know, I, I look back not fondly, certainly, but I, I definitely, I definitely, you know, remember, uh, my experience of playing Superman 64 for the first time because uh, it was the first game that I ever bought with my own like allowance money. Oh no! And I uh, so yeah, and I guess it was sixty dollars. I believe I believe that's what it was at the time. And I had like you know I had just seen ads for it in you know Nintendo Power, or Electronic Gaming Monthly, you know whatever I was reading at the time, and you know I was nine years old I was just like oh yeah like Superman game like that'll probably be great right it's a video game it's about Superman this was the first game you ever bought uh, the first game I, I no, I mean like I had I had you know games that my parents had bought for me this was sure, the first okay, game that yeah, I yeah. like you know I, they, they had bought cash. like Gold 9 Diddy Kong Racing or whatever but I bought right, Superman right. 64 nice um, and because I, I was like man that looks good like these these ads in the, in the magazines look good so I go to the mall like with you know my family one day and uh I can't remember if it was Babbage's or if it was EB Games at that point but I bought I God, went in RIP Babbage's uh, RIP Babbage's uh I went in uh to let's just say Babbage's and uh bought a copy of Superman 64 for $60 uh I think I cleared out my my bank uh and I took it home and I started playing it and uh I noticed, I think pretty early on, uh, something was wrong. Uh, Capitalism had failed you so early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, it did. I, I, I was thinking about this on the way over, and I and I, I realized that maybe for like a, a previous generation of of you know pop culture obsessed you know game you know game loving kids, I think uh, maybe this happened for the ET video game. Uh, what happened for me with the Superman uh, with Superman sixty four, which is that you know sort of that first like you know when you, when you first realize that like these yeah these corporations don't have you in in their like you're not their best interest. Uh, you know they don't care uh, if you like what they're selling. They just need you to buy it. Uh, and, uh, Superman 64, uh, I, I, I was, I feel like I was pretty, like, I think about things like before and after Superman 64. I feel like I was pretty innocent and like carefree and optimistic beforehand. <laughs> you saw the evil in the world. The curtain was pulled back. Yeah. Cause like, why would, who would do this to a child? Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Lux was playing it. I, I refused to play it cause I watched all, I watched a bunch of videos and yeah, it's just like, I the no, podcast. there's just not enough hours in the day for sure. me. That's uh, fair. But Lux has been playing it all day and can't get past the first level. Well, okay. Let's, so, okay. Well, so today, Here's my uh, relationship with this game that just formed formed today is for work uh, and this will come out late enough that it's not against the rules for me to say this for work. I'm working on a video about the Big Bang Theory um, and why it's bad, which is involved watching all the Big Bang Theory. And so at one point this morning, I was like, "Ooh, this show is bad news. So I'm going to take a break and work on the and play some of the game that we have to talk about tonight. So I booted up the old emulator machine and popped in Superman 64 and had exactly zero seconds of fun. It was the least fun I've ever had doing maybe anything. And as I said to Griffin before, I've been to funerals. Like this was terrible. It was a horrible. It was horrible. And it was it was so there's nothing redeeming about it. 
at all. Yeah, to all. paint a picture for the pod for the audience, it's like the graphics are awful. You're in a smudgy, hazy world. So a few facts that I wrote down actually. Uh, there's something called kryptonite haze. Okay, so actually, ba- I want to I want to I want to speak on this uh, on the kryptonite okay. haze. Speak on please, this. So uh, basically, so when I brought that game home, I popped it in. I noticed that was one of the first things that I noticed was that you couldn't see like more than you know ten feet in front of you, uh, <laughs> ten feet you know in either any direction because of this like thick pea soup fog that's like over everything, and I only learned years later the excuse because I was not you know what reading you know on you know I was not up on the, like the E3 sort of news at that point in my life, and so hearing years later it, the Titus at E3 had been like well it's it. Lex Luthor has deployed kryptonite fog to like, and it was just like, no, that's not, you can't do that. Like, you can't just like not, you can't just design a shitty game and then be like, oh yeah, but like that's Lex Luthor's plan. And also even, (laughs) even if it is, it's internally incoherent. It's like you're in a digital world. So like, does Superman's vulnerabilities work the same if it's digital? Like it's a digital pre-programmed kryptonite? For me, for me, yes, all that logic raises a lot of important questions. But the thing that I was most surprised about was uh, that they that, that they boldly recognize like establish in the lore that their game is shitty. Like, <laughs> like it's, on, it's, it's canon. It's canon. It's canon that the game is garbage. Like <laughs> Uh, which I which mo- I think other games would just try to pretend like it's not happening. Uh, right. And this game boldly uh, calls it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's truly heroic. Their lack of their their lack of guile. Um, yeah, it is a smack in the face. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know if the, how it played for you on the emulator, but you know when I played it, uh, I you know I, I, again I booted it up and uh, Lex Luthor says you know. Uh, in short time, your fate will be sealed, Superman. And then cut to Superman, and he's like, and there's no time to waste, which he says at the beginning of every single level. And after he, you know, after you die and respawn, he says it again. Oh, yeah, um, certainly does. And he's standing there, and it's like, oh, like, uh, is he standing or flying when you're you first flying, start? You're, okay, flying, you're, flying, you're flying, flying in the so, air. But the, so the part, you're flying in the air, and you have to go through all these goddamn horrible rings. Uh, I mean, that's everyone's favorite part of the Superman comic lore is his flying through rings. It's really important. My favorite yeah. part of every comic is when he's like, all right, so I'm going to need to turn here if I want to get to downtown Metropolis. Like, it's just giving directions. It's <laughs> And then he, so like, but on, when I was playing it on the 64, uh, it's like, okay, now you're at the end. I finally got to the end of the ring course. And it's like, okay, uh, now just like land and go like beat up these robbers. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, pr- and I'm pressing the button Z it's the Z trigger I'm pressing that to land and nothing is happening and I'm like hovering above the ground and I'm like am I is it the wrong one so I look in the instruction manual and it's like no press Z to like launch into the air and to land uh and I press it like three or four times and finally after like a two second delay he lands so like the button presses the button inputs are more like suggestions. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, it, it doesn't always work. Right? Yeah, it's a, it's a dice roll each time. Yeah. What a um, what a what a what a dastardly plan Lex Luthor or like uh, <laughs> like you know set in motion when he gave us a game that is like you cannot play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, like if I were a super villain trying to trap my enemy, 
a broken video game is not a bad prison. <laughs> oh man, yeah. honestly, if like if I'm gonna put someone somewhere, like that's that's not a bad one. Oh, and after you yeah, land, no, the reason that it, that it is in a virtual metropolis and not just a normal metropolis <laughs> is because the executives at DC thought it would be weird for, to be play a Superman game where you hurt real people. So their solution was video games are too real. So let's make a video game inside a video game to make it okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, which is crazy um some other things i want to talk about about just bad specific part gameplay elements yeah um is that superman is known for his powers but you don't get to use his powers unless you find like a power up yep and they're very limited and only in certain levels so (laughs) it's like another total fuck you yeah the laser the laser eyes if i recall correctly were really just like there were these like shitty levels where you were like walking through like an underground facility and yeah i mean everyone that's your favorite another everyone's favorite part of superman like canon is like the parts where he's just walking around like this game is just about superman in transit it's a big big blocky (laughs) ass polygon superman uh who controls like a fucking like loaf of bread uh he's just like is is just like bumbling around these hallways and then it's like oh there's a power up you get your laser your laser uh vision and you you know you could try and use it on a villain but he'll probably shoot you before then and then uh and then uh there's no time to waste yeah it it, yeah Uh, oh another nightmare thing you speak of time is that there's a time limit to all these levels so certainly you're really just rushing through these levels with this time limit i mean i couldn't think of anything less fun Uh, (laughs) you better not miss a ring either god yeah, damn you yeah, 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 you're, yeah lex was talking about how the flying felt like driving a car <laughs> with like no brakes yeah there's an you can't can't accelerate and you can change up and down and left and right but you can't go backwards and you can't really do diagonals that well <laughs> it takes up like seven seconds to do a full like 180 yeah and you have to yeah you can only turn around by like flying in a circle <laughs> until you're facing <laughs> the other way and so like you works. miss so like you're on so okay so the first level like Wilson said, you start out flying and there's like a rings and at first they're in a straight line and they curve a little bit and then they go down, they go up and they zigzag a little bit and then they become totally untraceable <laughs> random arrangements of rings that are designed to ruin the life of a 10 year old. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And but also a 27 year old as well. And I, and I was trying to fly <laughs> through those and you just like you'll miss a ring because you just can't turn wide enough to hit one. It's impossible. Or if you do hit one, it'll take you off the course and you have to spin around and use 10 of your 90 seconds just to go back to looking at the rings. And it's it, awful. It's, it's the, torture. It's it's like season two of Game of Thrones. Everyone is really everyone's just going to the next place. <laughs> well, did you make it to the part where you have to throw the car at the burglars or whatever? No, like I that? didn't make it to the part where you land. OK, so when you do that, what's funny is like they, they're like, OK, quickly, before they shoot that woman, like pick up land, pick up the car in front of you, throw it at, at, at the bank robbers or whatever. Uh, and, you know, if you land, which is, you know, that's a 50 50, maybe um, if you land sometimes the it's like seems to be completely random how like how long it takes these people to shoot this woman. Like because I definitely like started it once and I flew towards the car and they just shot her and it was a like, game over. <laughs> Uh, and then like and then it, and it, it seemed to like it, it would give you like 15 seconds on the clock but that seemed not to be connected to reality either like, if there's ever Titus. a timer if there's ever a timer in a video game I'm instantly pissed off like even even if it's a mini game within a big game I'm instantly pissed I hate it I think it's not a fun mechanic um I think it blows that's like Griffin hates Mario Party very very 
Very, very quick aside, I was reading about this game, Big Rig, uh, that's apparently like one of the worst games ever. And I was just reading the Wikipedia like before I came over here. And one of the things that just made me crack up was that it said the timer, the timer is purely aesthetic as it has no impact on the game whatsoever. So it's like something counting down and then it goes to zero and just you're that like, is wait, what so happened? Funny. Nothing. The timer is purely aesthetic. It just goes to zero, nothing happens or just goes off at four or something. You just drive into infinity. <laughs> it's like the new, the, the nuclear, the doomsday clock is purely aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Griff, Griff, you said something earlier that I want to get back to, which is that people thought this game would be too violent to do with real people. So they put it in a video game and it's like they say that as though it's not a superman problem that was it's been solved for decades like it's always been like superman can punch real people but that's why they were like oh it's robots or aliens it's like this is the most roundabout and bullshitty solution to their right yeah it's just uh, everything about this game either feels like a failure or an excuse for one of those failures and that's it that's all anything this game is and then there's times where the game feels like a straight up attack and (laughs) one of them that I want to mention is when the player when the player enters game over the (laughs) text on the screen says Lex wins (laughs) is the douchiest (laughs) game over like it is a talk because like you'll you'll miss a ring run out of time and then it'll say Lex wins and it feels like the game designer is literally trying to beat you like beat you down yeah <laughs> in a game where they made the rules and also the universe oh god that yeah and like they're saying like oh well the licensor didn't give us like I, you know I'm, I'm sorry man but like that's you, you you can't you can't undo what you did like you, you can I'm sure that was part <laughs> I saw of it. what you did I saw that was I'm sure that was part of it I'm sure the stuff about them not you know him having to be in a virtual world like whatever i wonder if the people who were making those decisions ever saw uh man of steel (laughs) (laughs) they were like Uh, that is actually i'm glad you brought that up because uh i want to talk about how you feel about uh superman in general because you know uh, like some of the reviewers said that this ruins the reputation of superman Mm -hmm. i personally think superman is garbage hashtag not my superman Hashtag not my Superman. Uh, what do you think about Superman in, in general? Uh, you know, I he was never someone who I never read his comics very much. I always liked yeah. his movies when I was growing up. Never as much as the Batman movies. I was always a Batman movie kid. But uh, you know, I like I like the super, the Donner Superman ones. Um, I guess technically he only did the first one, but um, yeah. So I mean, I I, I enjoyed those. Uh, you know, I find him more interesting, I guess, as a as a symbol, like a sort of like a symbolic thing rather than like any sort of psychological depth that he does or doesn't have. Like, you know, I just I, I just don't see that much there. Um, but I'm also working from a pretty limited, limited sample size. Um, you know, one of my more notorious uh, among, my, you know, my friends uh, opinions uh, has to do with enjoying the movie Batman versus Superman. And I fully admit, <laughs> I fully admit that my, ex- my experience with uh, <laughs> my experience, with, you know, I read a lot of people afterwards being like, I can't believe like Zack Snyder clearly just doesn't get Superman. And I didn't understand like what their complaints were. And I freely, I now freely admit that maybe my experience with Superman 64 has like poisoned me against <laughs> Superman and like sure. me watching Z- maybe Zack Snyder really doesn't get him. And I'm watching Superman, uh, Batman versus v superman and i'm just like yeah fuck this guy like <laughs> he deserves to be punished like yeah you know, i mean I, I might start this might sound like a conspiracy theory but for me 
I think that Superman is bad. I think he's boring. I think he's bland. I think it's boring that he's basically invincible and nothing can kill him because even Kryptonite doesn't really kill him. Sure. And Magic uh, does. I think it's uninteresting oh, yeah. to watch. And the only thing he can do in action sequences is, is just try harder, which is boring. Um, right. So I, well, Superman my conspiracy theory know. is that this is this game Superman 64 is the game that Superman deserves and <laughs> that the lead developer knew that and that this was a concerted and focused vision to take down Superman huh. I mean I yeah I think you're I don't know if that's totally wrong and and here's why cuz I like Superman comics and I like Superman as a symbol I don't like Superman as a character though cuz like you say he's boring and all the best Superman stories are about Superman about people who aren't Superman, like holding out hope till Superman shows up. And like, it's about hope and shit like that. And so the idea of a video game where you just play as Superman, the unbeatable super God, like, yeah, I mean, like kind of fuck that as like a concept. And so I think there's not, I think there's something to like this being the game that, that, that like that premise deserves. Cause like, what is, what is like a, a narratively accurate, like good Superman game look like? Like you're just punching through buildings and you can't, you're unstoppable. That's a good point. I was just, yeah, that, that, that makes, yeah, I didn't really think about it that way, but it is tough to do him video game. So I've, I've played yeah, a few so of them. They've all been pretty bad. The one that I do remember playing the most was, uh, for, I think like GameCube or something or, or, or PlayStation two, but, uh, it was for the one with Kevin Spacey. It was, it was Superman based Returns. on oh, you mean Christopher Plummer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> so that one, I, I played a lot of that one because the flying was so fun. Like it was a great open world. You could fly around and you felt powerful, but then it was just so boring because the character's boring. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I like, like, that's why the fucking Zack Snyder ones are so dumb to me is like, they try to make the character interesting by like making him like have hard choices about like who to kill. But like that just made Which, everyone around him seem like a sociopath because they gave him like this inborn desire to protect everyone. People around him were just like, let them die. Let them all die. And it's just like, that's like, no, the whole point of Superman is like, he can do anything and then something makes him sad. So he goes away for a while because he's sad that people are bad and then everyone's dying. And then like some little child is like, I hope Superman saves us and is super hearing, like <laughs> hears them crying and he flies back and he saves the day. And it's like a story about hope. And like, that's all Superman's good for. Well, and that's a good thing for like, you need heroes like that. But like, that's not video game heroes. I loved in I loved in Suicide Squad when the Viola Davis was like, yeah, like now that Superman's gone, like we might be in trouble if one of these things shows up. And I'm like, wait, didn't you all hate Superman? Like, didn't you like nuke him in space and like and like say declare him to be like an alien and stuff like this? I don't know. Yeah. The superhero movies can never really get it down if like the public is into heroes or not. Like, it's hard to tell because you don't ever meet any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like never, There's no characters that are civilians. See, the real hero. The real great hero is, you know, Earthworm Jim of the 90s, which I bring up only because that's what the Superman model looks like in this game. (laughs) He has the long, narrow head. He has like the weird curl. He has like a dumb little smirk on his arms and legs are too long. And he just looks like fucking Earthworm Jim. <laughs> don't um, you don't you drag Earthworm Jim down to this level? You're right. Sorry. What I mean to say is he looks like a poor man's Earthworm Jim. 
He looks like the shitty version of an earthworm in a suit. <laughs> looks like the shitty version of Earthworm Jim 64. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. But uh, is there anything else we should talk about this game? Uh, I mean, we got. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah uh, the uh, so there is, and believe it or not, I did uh, manage to trick one of my uh, one of my friends at the time to do this with me. There is a multiplayer mode for Superman 64, uh, and you're, you're probably thinking, "Wow, that sounds kind of cool." Even with that shitty engine, like you got Superman's flying at each other. Well, you play as Darkseid's minions, and uh, not like the minions from the Minions movies, but uh, that's what they're, they're, they're referred to as Darkseid's minions. That, and that's uh, what the minions ripped off. Exactly. Ripped. <laughs> and you're in these like hovercrafts, and you're like driving around shooting at each other, um, and it's it's garbage. It's terrible. These things slip slide all over the fucking place, like one of the hovercrafts in Diddy Kong Racing, but way worse. Wait, are you? I just want to make sure I understand what you're saying. Are you telling me that the multiplayer mode in the Superman game, yes. you just play as like shitty red shirt bad guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, the audacity to release this game and charge people money for it. I played it this morning on an emulator that I stole from a website where I stole the ROM from and I wanted like $30. Yeah. It's just, it's such a fucking... Un- like, yeah, like you said, it, this is like, I mean, capitalism fails in a lot of ways, but like, this is a really easy lesson in like, they just don't give a shit about you, huh? Yeah, it's it's really, yeah, it's it's, it's really discouraging. I've never let it go, uh, and I never will. Well, um, <laughs> and maybe that's the motivator for some of the great work you do. Yes, and exactly. the socialist beliefs that we all share, except for sometimes maybe not, you know, who knows. Anyways, <laughs> sure. I'm not going to impinge on, you know, I'm not going to tell Let's open, yeah, let's go down that rabbit hole. Yep, no, we don't have to, it's fine. Anyways. <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Oh, oh, God, there was a, okay, never mind. We're not doing it, we're not doing it, we're not what doing it. What does Jordan it. Peterson think about Superman 64? <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh. Um, he thinks it's turning everyone into, into you know, uh, wimpified nerds and only psychopaths will get married now. I mean, I played Superman 64. <laughs> look at me now. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, uh, Jordan Peterson sucks. And we will be right back after this brief commercial break. From the producers of Westworld comes a new show about robots. It's Eastworld. Travel back to the era of the Puritan Pilgrim. Hey, it's me, Zachariah, and I'm Ezekiel, and I'm Jebaziah, and I'm Doctoriah, and I'm Lady Jezebelian. Experience an adventure like no other. Someone's gonna have to help me sharpen all these sticks or we'll never keep the wolves away. Do whatever you want. Become whoever you want to be. Are you sure you want to be the executioner? We're really trying to phase that out of our political framework. Have sex with Protestants. I'm Lady Jezebelian, and I may look like someone who thinks sex is a sin, and I do, but I'm also, oh, so horny. Unlock the mysteries of the Mayflower this Sunday on HBO Go. What even is a rocket ship? Welcome back to the Game Boys podcast. Boys. I'm still Lux, your co-host is still Griffin, and your guest is still Wilson Smith. Um, we are here, we're talking about Superman 64, and we have just reached the part in that show, in this show, rather, where we rate that game, boys. So, Wilson, here's how that works. We're going to give this game a rating on a scale of one to five joysticks with a little bit of final thoughts. Um, you're the guest, and we're very polite, so you get to go first. Uh, one being worst, five being best. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's, it's a one, uh, and... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, 
you know, I guess there's a lot of debate about what the worst game of all time is. And I won't, I won't, I won't call this the worst game of all time, but it is certainly the worst game that I have ever played. Uh, I've never, uh, yeah, I've played some pretty bad video games since then, but nothing that showed that level of just sort of like naked contempt and, um, uh, yeah, just basic ignorance of what makes a game good or playable or a game. Yeah. The rule set makes the game. And this one is not clear. Uh, Griff, do you want to take the, you want to go deuce? Or should I go? Because I played it. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll go. Um, uh, I'll go because uh, I am giving this game a clearly bad game. Maybe one of the worst games of all time. But I think it's the game that the superhero franchise deserves. And for that, it gets a two out of five. Griffin. Oh, that's a gentleman's two. Yeah, that's a real, <laughs> that's a real, well, it's a gentleman's one, right? <laughs> sure, like, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he just didn't want to have to think of a new sound effect for if we all pick the same thing and it's a one. Um, because <laughs> I'm, was, I mean, like, will there be? I mean, I, did I just mess up our only chance to get a one on this podcast? I mean, we'll, we'll find another game that's worse. Yeah. I'm sure. No, I'm you, sure. You think? <laughs> I don't find a game that's worse, but I think we'll find a game where you're more willing to give it a one. Um, <laughs> uh, because for this game, I could not be more willing to give it a one. It is the I like. It was legitimately anti fun. <laughs> there was not a single second I played it where I enjoyed myself. I actually willingly was like, I'm going to cut this break short and continue watching the big bang theory on my laptop (laughs) rather than continue to play this game. That's a choice that I made. Um, and that's, I mean, you're right. What am I thinking? I'm giving it a one, two. It's a one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I tried to lie to myself. I hate Superman so much, but (laughs) yeah, no, it's like maybe this game fits into your broader Superman is bad argument, but that doesn't make the game better. That just means that you have more evidence to your Yeah, It was a weird thing. Yeah. It was like (laughs) that too was like the weird, like the, the more confusing version of, uh, Mason giving everything a one. Um, that no, that made sense to me. Well, I, I, that felt thematically sound. Well, it, it didn't to me because that was something we were fighting about. But anyways, um, so that is that. That's our first all ones all around. We shouldn't be excited about this. No, this is like, a. Let's just take a moment of silence for this one. Wow, that felt good. Okay. Yeah, that was good. Um, we should put in like a, like a funeral dirge, maybe or something. That's maybe that's a sound effect. Anyways, um, now John Williams right. theme. Whoa! <laughs> All right, so now we are on to everyone's favorite part of the show. It's the segment made entirely out of segments. That are supposed to write, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the segment segment. This is the part where we do a series of weird brief segments. Uh, the first one is our classic. Uh, Griffin, you know what to do. It's time for talk and tail. Oh, we're still doing these. Do you thought we cut these? So we said we're still doing them. Oh, are we? Or is no. this? Or is this just another segment where we talk about how we cut these every episode? This is the set. This is the. This is a segment called uh, "Peeking Behind the Curtain," where you see me yell at Lux. All right. Rock paper scissors to do the segment. Okay. Uh, okay. Rock, rock paper scissors. Paper, scissors. Okay. No, you rock paper you scissors. Waited, you shoot. waited. You waited. Oh, you motherfucker! You rock paper scissors. Shoot! You just did the we're game doing wrong. This, we're doing this on an internet uh, lag, so I think Lux is gonna is gonna try and pull right, a fast right? one on me. Rock paper scissors. Shoot. Rock. rock shoot. Oh, the shoot yeah. is involved. Okay. Rock. Rock paper, paper scissors. scissors. Shoot. shoot. All right. You win. No segment. I threw, yes. I threw scissors, Griffin threw scissors. All right, right. and right. I have destroyed my segment. This is a segment I created. I brought it into this world, and God damn it, I'll take it out. Uh, and well, now Lux, my, second, my, uh, now my first segment makes you, no sense without yours. 
Exactly. They fold it on each other. It's dominoes. All right. So on to a real <laughs> segment with legs. It's riddle me this. That's right. Uh, this is the segment where I'm a popular video game character from a major franchise, and you have three riddles to guess who I am. Um, you uh, you may ask. You may have one guess per riddle, uh, but you guys can guess together. You can collaborate, um, and you can whittle it down, and you can get through all three. Let's start with the first one. <clears throat> Tasked by a scientist to acquire, but friendship and love be my only desire. Is it Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> it is not Crash Bandicoot. I always guess Crash Bandicoot. Shit. I was going to say Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> uh, Wilson, you got anything? Can you say it one more time? Uh, tasked by a scientist to acquire, but friendship and love is my only desire. You can you can make a big guess and whittle it down because you've got two more riddles to get it. Yeah, this one is tough. Also, I feel like you're getting better at writing rhyming couplets. <laughs> I think that was like a, pr- a, yeah, like a prettier. That's like a prettier. Oh, okay. Moving on. You know, you could throw out anything. Uh, second riddle: When it's time to fight, I turn my hat around quick. My hometown, my hometown rival is kind of a prick. Oh, you're a uh, fucking the po- Ash from Pokemon, or like Starter Boy. Oh, from Pokemon. and it's Ash Ketchum from the popular Pokemon video game franchise series. Oh. I thought that one might be too easy, well, and it uh, was. I think that I don't even know if necessarily it was too easy, but like you know, I've played every Pokemon like fifty-five times. Well, god damn it! Usually I stump you guys, but let's move on to another segment. It's like fifty-fifty. Um, all right. I'm pissed right now. I'm sure you are. My last one was Big Daddy, and that one rocked. Yeah, that one was really good. <laughs> so basically, I'm really good at writing riddles, and I can't believe no one has paid me to do to write riddles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like maybe an industry that's dying. Yeah, um, it's too bad they're not making more Banjo Kazooie games because I remember like The Witch in those games, oh, spoken riddles. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I don't remember. I should play that. I should play those games again. Those games are extremely good. Yeah, where's all the writing for women gone? <laughs> Kazoo, you talking about Kazooie? It's gone. Was Kazooie a she? Uh, uh, Kazooie felt like a she, but I feel like they were both. I mean, Banjo definitely a dude, right? Certainly. But Kazooie, hmm. Consider Kazooie. Um, (laughs) Kazooie felt sort of asexual to me. Oh, like Jughead in the Archie comics, but not Riverdale TV show. But there were eggs. She was launching eggs. She could—that's a she. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's she. That's, she was launching her unborn children at people the entire time. I mean, it's listen. It's, it's the subtext is there for all to see. It's complicated. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of complicated, it's time for the internet's favorite game about which games you think sound good or bad. It's time for play it, slay it, delay it. Wilson, here's how this game works. I am going to read you three about descriptions of three video games. One you will choose to play as in play right now. One you'll choose to slay as in throw in the trash. And one you'll choose to delay as in save for later. Um, and Griffin, you're getting on this one too. This one, uh, obviously the theme for this week is worst games ever. So, first up, beat em and eat em. Beat em and eat em is a pornographic video game for the Atari 2600 by Mystique. Made by this Mystique in 1982. Players is it control- really porn? 
Listen up. Players control two nude women. The goal is to catch sperm in your mouth, which is falling from a masturbating man on a rooftop. Oh my god. Missing. What the I've, fuck? I've seen this. I've seen this before. All right. The next up is Aquaman Battle for Atlantis. Wait, I don't know if I'm more disturbed that the game exists or that Wilson has seen it before. Yeah, wait, let's actually pause there. Wilson, when? Uh, I saw it like written about <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. At my friend's house. My friend Gabe. Yeah, I was reading the it was in the it was in the instruction manual for Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> Gotten really into re- Furbishing Ataris. No reason. Yeah. <laughs> no reason. Also, uh, please uh, don't, don't go on my roof. Anyway. <laughs> Aquaman, Battle for Atlantis. The purpose of the game is to save Atlantis from doom. The story is told by cutscenes that do not use animation or voices. Instead, it is told in text that accompanies pictures, like a comic book. The player progresses by swimming around the level and defeating the enemies there. The levels are filled with empty ruined buildings that Aquaman sometimes has to swim around. That's copy, baby. Um, <laughs> and, and this one is also a porn, right? <laughs> well, that's for you to find out. Um, There's no theme, yeah. And then, well, the theme is worst games ever. And then, Homie Rollers, with its spell of the Z. A fast-paced arcade racer that combines the homie's attitude with the gameplay of popular racers like Mario Kart. Homie Rollers brings players into the world of the homies as they compete to win the mysterious Wizard Circuit, an Ooh. underground racing series run by the mystical homie called Wizard. With a single wish as the prize, ten homies take to the streets to become the champion and have their fondest wish granted. All right, so which are you going to slay? Which are you going to play? Which are you going to delay? Uh, Wilson, again, <laughs> you're the guest. You go first. Uh, so I'm going to play... Um I'm going to play homie rollers. Sure. Uh, because you know, it's fast paced. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's got a, it's got a, a wizards. I think a wizard circuit it at least has a man named Wizard. Yeah. It's got a wizard. So, uh, I mean, I got to see how the homies, uh, are dealing with a wizard, whatever that's about. Sure. Um, I think I'm going to slay. I mean, come on. I'm going to slay Aquaman. Like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, even even if it was like the best Aquaman game, I would probably <laughs> be saying slay. Like, come on now. Um, <laughs> All right. And then uh, delay beat him, him because like, I mean, I don't want to play that in front of like you guys or. Sure. That's, like, that's <laughs> for special times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Griff Dog. That's for what later. You, Griff Dog, what you got? Um, so I'm clearly going to slay the most problematic game of the three, Aquaman. Sure. And, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to delay the horrible porn game uh, for those dark times, uh, which haven't happened yet. But I imagine one day, maybe uh, I could Wait. be a really sad, sad man. Like everything could go wrong for me. So who knows? Uh, okay, I see it comes before you know. For a second, I thought you were alluding to like just masturbating as the dark times and you really like, put it hasn't happened yet and it really threw me for a loop um, yeah i'll masturbate one day but for now i'm gonna delay it and then sure. i'm gonna put a play on that third game whose title i've already forgotten oh, Homie Homie Rollers. i mean that's problematic yeah I, I know well yeah well i don't know but a fish man i'm sorry that's where i draw the line yeah you, you, know, you guys gotta remember homies you know from the, the two quarter vending machines at a at like a grocery store but all right, so I'm also gonna slay Aquaman. It just seems dumb. Um, I'll delay Homie Rollers, and I'm gonna play Beat 'Em Eat 'Em because I just gotta know. <laughs> like, Sorry, I, Aquaman. PC culture wins yet again. Yeah, that's a triple slay <laughs> for Aquaman, and probably the most deserved so far. Ching 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 ching. You guys ever heard of Custer's Revenge? No. Look that up sometime. We're not gonna talk about it on this podcast. But all right, no, uh, talk about problematic. Yeah, I, yeah, I believe our, it. Our next segment: things you should Google. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever looked up a surfing um, taco? <laughs> I have. It's delightful. Oh. I'm going to say um seven more times till Lux ends the show. Okay, do it. Wiggle count. 
Nope. Okay, fine. Um, 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 I, I lost count. What is You're that? Five. Um, I'll do one like Kratos. Um, really, boy, very, um. really very good. Um, all right. Well, yeah. So that's, as you can tell by Griffin's classic seven, um, outro, this is the end of our show. Uh, Wilson, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for bringing this totally fucking insane game with you. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. I'm so glad uh, that you got to play a little the bit. The first one. It's like the videotape in the ring. Like I get to pass it along to someone else and my burden is, yeah. is like lifted a little bit. Yeah, it was sure, just, sure. Just, like cathartic for you. Yeah, exactly. So um, this, this helped. My therapist yeah. will be very pleased. Yeah. What are friends for? Yeah. Um, you, uh, you know, if we, it's like kind of like we, we were putting out on a, we're spreading the ring onto a podcast. So we're kind of like mass spreading this, this thing now. I feel like mass is maybe exaggerating the size in, of the audience in, into upwards of 30 people's homes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Between 30 to 40 people are going to die now um, <laughs> who probably wouldn't have otherwise. Um, but Wilson, do you have anything you'd like to plug on the show for those 30 or 40 people or more? Who knows? Hmm. Uh, nah, I got nothing. No, um, no. Fuck yeah. Is there a is there a Twitter or something people can find your stuff at where you no, tweet I'm about things? I'm, I'm off Twitter. I'm Whoa. off Facebook. I'm, I'm, I'm a complete plug digital the nomad. What's that? Plug the movies. The movies. Plug the movies oh yeah, you should go to making. Amazon and watch Kresha. It's great. You should watch. It comes at night. Uh, it's a real, it's a real uh, well shot, uh, well acted, uh, very moody horror movie. Uh, check it out. Uh, if you don't like it, uh, please don't leave any reviews. <laughs> please, please at, uh, please DM Wilson if you don't like it. Um, and, yet, and remember, if you if you watch United Cups and you find Wilson in there, send us a picture with the hashtag Where's Wilson. <laughs> yeah, let's do a hashtag Where's hashtag Wilson. Where's Wilson. Find Wilson. Uh, we're trying to get one hashtag to go off, and so far, uh, donut <laughs> success. Uh, well, that'd be great if I left Twitter, and then y'all got Where's Wilson? <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. Oh my God! Yeah, he's off Twitter. You guys, we got to make it happen. Where is Wilson? <laughs> um, Where in the world is Wilson San Diego? Um, Where's the world, Wilson? So, San Diego. Uh, <laughs> Griff dog. Yeah, go watch Kresha. Go watch It Comes at Night. They're both singular cinematic experiences unlike any other and you should stream them with your eyeballs um as for me you can find me as always at twitter.com uh at i think it's shut up griffin i should remember this it is. Uh, and please the most important one the game boys pod on instagram which is blowing up the community is active it's thriving it's the front it's the where you want to be right now it's the front maybe not the front page but it's it's the the colorful uh, ad between the content <laughs> our uh, our podcast uh, instagram is the uh, in color personal ad in the back of a strip of uh, the uh, subway magazine it's the it's like the it's like uh, it's like the cologne ad where there's a little bit of the smell on the thing yeah <laughs> Like our, our 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 Instagram reeks. It's you can smell it from a mile away. It's, uh, it's legal game. Um, you can also get our Facebook uh, at Game Boys Podcast on Facebook www.facebook.com slash at Game Boys Pod. Everything slash Game Boys Pod. Um, spelled G A M E B O I Z. And you can find me Lux on Twitter at ML Surfboard. You can find the videos at YouTube. Uh, just search for Wisecrack. You can find the Party World Wrestling stuff on Facebook at Party World Wrestling. And actually, this is going to come out about five days before our next show. So if you are interested at all, go check out the Facebook and check out the Indiegogo as well. We're still raising money to keep the show free. So it would be great if you 
gave us some of your money so we could make it so you don't have to pay to go to the show. I understand that's confusing when I say it out loud like that. And lastly, uh, you can check out Not Even a Show on YouTube, but most importantly, just keep on checking out the Game Boy stuff, check the Instagram, the Facebook, and that is it. My name is Lux. I am your host. Your co-host is Griffin Davis. Your guest is Wilson Smith. Your editor is Haley Clement. Your intro and outro music is by Matthew Morton. Your art is by Brittany Metz. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Superman, the new Superman Adventures. That's the name of this game. Yes. The new Superman Adventures. That's why I couldn't do it.